Hello, hello, we are back for a Halloween movie review. That's right, it's October, it is my favorite month. And of course, you know, I love my films. So let's go, let's get started. Today I will be talking about Till Death. That's right, the film that's starring Megan Fox. Where has she been lately? But let's get started on this film. So just so we get over a couple of things on the credits, and I apologize if I butcher names, but I am terrible at it sometimes and just assume I can't read. Um, so this action film was actual horror thriller action film was directed by S.K. Dale in his directional debut from a screenplay by Jason Carvey. It stars Megan Fox, Colin Mulvey, and Eon Mackin, and Amil Amin and Jack Roth. Now, Until Death was released in the U.S. by Screen Media Films in a limited amount of theaters on July 2nd, 2021. That's right, this year. Um, the way this film goes, I feel like 2021 uh in her life for how everything just goes like i mean whew, let's go um so i'm just gonna read a short little part of the plot and i'm of course i'm getting this from wikipedia just to sum up everything really quickly before i dive in deep and start giving out spoilers emma who is played by megan fox is unhappy in her marriage to mark and has recently ended her <clears throat> affair with tom who turns out to be her husband's employee on their anniversary he gifts her a beautiful beautiful steel necklace then he surprises her with a, a trip to a secluded lake house that they used to visit where they had some amazing memories happier times that night he acknowledges that eh, it's not been the best of husbands but he's asking for a second chance and they make love then she wakes up the next morning and everything changes all right so let me get started into this um like again i want to say there are some spoilers because i thought the movie was relatively interesting and i'm 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 just i'm just i've got no shame i'm just gonna just talk about it because i really want to talk about this film with other people <laughs> um uh just let me know what you think if you saw the film i want to hear your opinion about this uh so yeah let's uh let's get started so one of the most interesting things is that when she breaks up with the they start the scene in the film quickly like you see this in an affair and it's so passionate within the first few minutes that you're like wow they must be in love this must be like the husband because you know the movie is called till death and what ends up happening is uh she ends it relatively quickly and she's like i can't because it's my anniversary language and dialogue super quick like done right so now you're like oh affair husband anniversary day damn that's cold so now you get there you end up finding out that her husband is actually the uh, employer of her <clears throat> lover or ex-lover, right? So they're at this dinner. The dinner, you can see that the, the relationship is like kind of cold. They're not interested in each other like at all whatsoever, but they're just there because they've been married this entire time. He's like mentioning things um, that he's done for her. Um, she's kind of just giving him like, you know, one word of responses, which gentlemen, if we are at that point, that means we have mentally left the relationship and that is dangerous because we never come back in that status so uh as i continue talking about this uh <laughs> uh so he wants to surprise her with this lake house and he starts talking about the fond memories they had there and he makes her put on a blindfold so they go out there and she gets nervous because she doesn't trust him she's like well bro what are you doing now in the midst of all this time you end up finding out that she also went through a very traumatic uh period where she was actually uh, a victim of a crime so seeing the picture of this dude like triggers some major memories and i'm wondering like what does this got to do with the plot line right oh wait um 
They get over there. Uh, as soon as she uh, enters the door, it's all romantic. There's rose petals everywhere. Epic girl's dream. Right? So, she's walking around. She's looking at some stuff. And then she hears some music. And the music that starts is like, lies. And I'm like, ooh, he knows. He knows she was cheating. Like, the whole time, you're thinking... He's going to do something to her because he knows that she's been cheating, right? And that's what you're anticipating for. And that's where your focus really screws you up. They have a wonderful night. They make love, blah, 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 blah. Or, I mean, I don't know if you can call it making love because of the fact how much they hated each other. So I guess they were making hateful sex Um, (laughs) gently. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. He puts on his best clothes and she wakes up to realize she's handcuffed. And he doesn't handcuff her to the bed or, like, to a radiator because she's trapped. Uh, He handcuffs her to his body. And he asks her one question. He said, how did you sleep? No, he slept so well. Did you have lovely dreams? And it was just, it it was the way he said it that you can tell this was threatening. And I'm like, uh, bro, what's wrong? Like, what are you about to do to her? And then that's when she realizes she is handcuffed to him. And while she's trying to figure out, like, why, like, what's going on? Like, she, you know, she's, she's pissed, she's upset. And he turns to her slightly, just enough, and blows his own head off, right? I'm thinking, holy crap, this dude was suicidal, and he's trying to make her feel guilty about everything, right? And he's just like, oh, my God, like, what? What am I going to do? Like, he just killed himself in front of me. And that is like the ultimate sacrifice, right? Like, I know you've been cheating on me. Blah, 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 blah. And I thought like, oh my God, he's, this is, this is, this is his plan. But then I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This cannot possibly be the ending of any of that, right? This can't just be it. Of course not. Of course not. And what ends up happening is I apologize for all that noise in the background, but just please come to ignore it. Um... But uh, what ends up happening is now she she realizes she she's handcuffed to her her husband. She ends up dragging his body throughout the house, and there's not really much left for her around. And she's struggling to drag his body around, and she's trying to figure out how to get the handcuffs off, but she can't. You know, obviously, really lift them that well. And when she goes into the closet, the only thing that's left is her wedding dress. And I'm like, oh wow, he left her a bunch of symbolic things. You know, I guess to make her realize, like, how horrible, you know, he felt about the the cheating, etc., right? Oh, boy. I wish I could say it stopped there. But it does not. Um, she tries shooting the, the chain. The pistol only had one bullet. She can't. She tries to use the, the landline to call for help. Phone is disconnected. Um, and uh, <laughs> she drags him down the stairs. Well... She tried to, and then they kind of fall down the stairs together. Um, and she's trying to find anything she can uh, to basically unshackle herself. Uh, she ends up finding, like, her, uh, her cell phone is submerged into a fl- uh, flower vase. She ends up finding the car keys that are in the kitchen trash. So he just goes, like, she's just, like, all messed up, right? So she's dragging him his whole body around gets him all the way to the car cuts on the car jumps out of her skin because there is a tape a tape that plays her husband's voice and he's like i'm impressed you got this far and she's like what freaks out now now is where we start to get the uh the uh the full information right 
So what ends up happening is he leaves her a message letting her know he was aware of the affair, right? So she's starting to feel guilty, the whole nine yards that he kind of knows, you know, this whole nine yards. And then he ends it off with, I did all this. The only thing I regret is not being able to see the look on your face struggling all this time because I did this because I couldn't stand the thought of looking at you both be so happy. And you're like, damn, like you killed yourself over that, bro? Like that's some serious hatred right there. Like (laughs) that's dedicated. You're like, okay, I see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. So he starts kind of just going into the safe. Now she's pissed. And as she realizes, he truly planned this whole thing. Now, the lover, he shows up eventually at the house, right? He's thinking she needs help. And it's because he received messages from Emma's phone. And those messages actually came from Mark, right? So that later on, Tom, the lover, shows up at the house. She's thinking, woo, scot free. Now, here's, here's, here's the plot. Here's where it gets really, really messed up. Um, the lover ends up revealing that there are police at the husband's office to arrest him. Um, he's been charged with multiple counts of tampering with evidence, right? And his career is about, like, done and dead and over. Now, the husband apparently wanted to bring the wife down with him, making his statement of, till death do us part. Now, here's where he gets really fucked up. The guy that she was so uh, a victim of, his name is Bobby. Now, she recognizes this man, and he knows how severe, the husband, or dead husband, knows how severe of a trauma this is for her. This triggers her PTSD. She, he knows this. Bobby exits the car with his brother, Jimmy, and then kills the lover. The lover naturally wants to help her, right? So he's, he, he's just like, Get the, like you know, da, 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 we're going to do this, right? Because they have no way of calling for the cops or whatever, right? She's still chained to his body. So (laughs) she's still dragging her dead husband's body around the entire house this whole time, utterly slowing her down. Now, her attacker from the past that's giving her this PTSD, Bobby, she left him a scar, right? Because she she put some keys in his eye, which is why women carry keys uh, in between their fingers when things go go down. So the guy was actually in jail for about 10 years. Now, what ends up happening is the men, uh, particularly Bobby, is trying to find her so they can open up this safe that's in the house that has all these diamonds in there, right? So they got to figure out how do they find her and how do what she has to do with the code has to do with them getting into the safe she spends the entire time dragging her husband's body very quietly they can't find the husband at first they only find the lover and then that's when the wheels start to turn right so now 
she's dragging him from the garage. She's dragging him upstairs. She's doing everything she can to survive. She realizes the lover is dead. So she's on her own. Eventually, eventually she manages to get Mark's body off of her, right? The husband. Now, the uh, Bobby and Jimmy, the two guys, uh, the Bobby's the one that was, uh, who, had, who had attacked Emma, uh, gets into an argument with his, his brother, and he's telling his brother, like, you know, no, Mark is the one that actually hired us. Um, and he's the one that actually got uh, Bobby released from jail. That's right. He didn't complete his sentence. The husband went out of his way to go <clears throat> have him released early. So just so you understand how long this plan of his has been going on. So they finally realized, you know, all right, she couldn't have gone far. She doesn't have clothes. She doesn't have stuff. She doesn't have anything. She's confined to this place. Now, Emma's trying to get the car to have gas because obviously uh, the husband had siphoned the gas. Like he did all kinds of crap. Bobby ends up puncturing the tires when he finds, uh, finds the car, but she's just, just, Missing them, literally. And she ends up uh, putting together what her husband really, or ex-husband, or dead husband, I don't even want to phrase that, really sets up for her. Um, they're going all through the house. At some point, she uses the car alarm to, like, distract them when they're, like, too close to where she was. Um, she ends up uh, locking um, Jimmy, the baby brother, the attacker, like, uh, in a room, and then she tries to escape later on, like, in, uh, Tom's car. Uh, what ends up happening is, uh, the attacker, Bobby, actually ends up breaking the windows, drags her out, and he has, he has, like, her, his foot on her chest at this point, and the brother's just kind of following out, um, and in between all this, she manages to try to, like, attempt to call 911 on Tom, the lover, his phone that was charging in the car. So, Bobby snatches the phone away, breaks it in half, and then the two brothers are getting into an argument because their baby brother's actually trying to tell Bobby, like, listen, the cops are going to end up being here because she she was trying to call 911, and they're going to trace and look back for the phone call. And the brothers uh, end up knocking her out. She wakes up. She's handcuffed again to her husband's body, right? And I'm like, oh, you just can't get rid of the dead weight, right? No? Okay. No one's laughing. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyway... <laughs> um. Bobby ends up telling her, like, uh, listen, uh, what's the passcode? And she's like, I don't know what the fucking passcode is. Like, what are you asking me for? Like, I hate him. <laughs> like, what do you want? And he ends up telling her, well, Mark said that it would be the day that he proposed to you. And I'm like, well, that's messed up. Because if she actually didn't know the date or didn't care or she was just forgetful, that's messed up. That means that he picked something she probably wouldn't even remember. So she turns around and is like, um... What makes me confident that if I gave you the passcode, you wouldn't kill me any damn way? And he decides, all right, fair. If you don't want to talk, I'm going to cut off your toes. So Jimmy is now kind of, he's a little bit softer than Bobby, right? And he's like, you know, we, we don't have to do this. She's screaming. He's about to cut off her toes the whole nine yards. And Jimmy is freaking out. So he's like, we can't kill her. This is so much, blah, blah, blah. So Jimmy ends up kind of, in a sense, making a deal with Emma where he's like, listen, we'll let you go if you just give us the passcode. Emma agrees, right? Megan Fox is like, yeah, that's fine. As long as you let me go, I don't want to be bothered with this, with this crap. Now, Jimmy has to uncover, right, from Mark, 
right? Which is all she wants, right? She took forever to give her this dead body, right? They open the safe with Mark's fingerprints and the code, right? The safe is fucking empty. Now, you know what's in the safe? There is a saw that has an engraving that says, the diamonds you seek lay close to her heart. Wait a minute. How could that be? Oh, snap. It is the necklace that the husband gave her, the steel necklace that she had tried removing before, but it doesn't seem to come with the clasp, right? So now Emma is trying to figure out how the hell do we get this, like, get this off of me, get this off of me. Then Bobby puts two and two together, right? Because he's the violent little one. He's the violent, crazy one, right? And he's like, oh, (laughs) he doesn't want us to cut the necklace off of her. He wants us to cut her off of the necklace. And I'm like, oh, snap. So this is where it gets really, 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 really uh, heavy. So Bobby's now trying to cut off Emma's head. Jimmy's like fighting with him because Jimmy just doesn't want to commit murder. He's ready to steal, but like he's he's like a true thief. He's like, I steal things. I don't kill things. Um, So... Uh, what ends up happening is that while they're in the midst of their, the little scuffle or whatever, uh, Jimmy jumps on his back. He, to get Jimmy off his back, he ends up slamming him into, like, one of those, like, embedded wall uh, coat hangers, kills Jimmy. Jimmy's body slides down and eventually hits the floor. Now Bobby is pissed at Emma. He's like, this is your damn fault. Now I'm definitely going to, like, uh, cut your head off because this is totally your fucking fault. Um, she ends up fighting with him. He stabs her in the leg with, like, a knife. And at some point, um, Emma, Megan Fox's character, ends up grabbing, like, um, some pliers, hits Bobby in the face. He hits the fucking floor. Um, when he uh, tries to get back up, she decides at that last minute, she ends up handcuffing him to Mark's body, right? So now Bobby is stuck attached to Mark and dragging his dead corpse around. Now, Emma manages to get to the car, which has a little bit of gas as she did earlier. And remember when I told you that Bobby had, like, sliced the tires? And um, she had realized that the hu- uh, dead husband had siphoned the gas. She was trying to refill it, right? So Bobby's now outside, right? Now he's just, he's on pure rage. Like, bitch is going to die tonight. And she ends up kind of hitting him with the car, but not, like, enough for it to, like, really kill him. Um, but because they're on a frozen lake, the force causes her to, like, slide and drift onto the frozen lake. Now, Bobby's still pissed. Now, he's a man, so he's moving a little bit faster with the dead weight on him opposed to what she has. So, Bobby's now, he's, like, trying to stab her. They're going back and forth. They're, like, he's ready for blood, right? Now, here's where it all gets interesting-ish, right? Um, When he stabs, uh, tries to stab at her, he just misses her head, and he manages to penetrate the ice with the kind of knife that he has, which is a really nice knife. Um, It looks like one of those, like, military knives, um my grandfather used to have one of those so that's exactly what it looked like um so he breaks the ice so you start to hear the cracking and you're like oh my god they're gonna fall in that ice cold ass water meanwhile this whole time this girl is barely wearing anything right and you're like "Uh, how's this gonna go so finally the ice actually starts to uh uh break out right and in the midst of it breaking emma manages to go for bobby's other eye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> homegirl's not playing she took his other eye with <laughs> and um that's twice and then you think he learned the first time um but, but apparently he didn't so she stabs him in his other eye which gives her a second to try to um escape but um 
it gets it gets it gets pretty tense uh well hold on i actually jumped a little bit so when the ice breaks the dead body slides into the water takes uh bobby with him uh mark takes bobby with him and then bobby grabs uh megan fox emma right and that's how they both get into the water um she had stabbed him in the chest and that's why the knife is 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 accessible to her so while they're in the water he's determined like i'm gonna die and i'm taking you with me like fuck that noise and that's when she takes the uh knife and takes out his other eye um <laughs> if he had just listened to his brother jimmy he wouldn't uh been in this problem just saying so um she ends up swimming up to the top but you know a lot of times for people who have drowned under uh underwater and stuff like that under these frozen lakes uh she's trying to find her way out she still has the knife in her hand she's trying so hard to like break the ice and at some point you kind of get the miss like oh my god she's really about to go because she's done all this fighting they kind of keep it to a realistic level where um you're like all right she can't have that much time right because they always do that with the star the stars right they're like oh my god they have 20 minutes underwater you're like how (laughs) um there was too much fighting too much exertion going on beyond swimming for anyone to have that much air in their lungs like what are we doing um and so she ends up finding uh, a way to actually break through it she climbs out of there barely able to stand she's in her husband's uh shirt (laughs) that's it (laughs) um and she ends up taking her wedding ring off and then like she like kind of like tosses it but it ends up rolling away and falls into the ice hole and at the end you end up hearing like police sirens like um kind of like falling into the into the distance but her breath gets quiet so i don't know if she survived or if she didn't survive and that's the last bit of how she was found right um and if that was something um that they wanted to go for i thought it was really relatively interesting like you hated him that much that even on your dead corpse you were like yeah i don't need people knowing i was married to you fuck that noise um but yeah i thought the film was relatively interesting because it took a lot of twists and turns that i did not really truly uh see coming i did see some slight connections but it wasn't everything that i was thinking what might happen i was not anticipating for the husband to blow his head off like like this is gonna be payback drag my body around and you're like damn like (laughs) that's a lot like divorce just you couldn't just do the divorce because i mean this seems like a bit much but it also seems like some low-key crap that some dude would do um i mean i don't hate all men but the truth is like y'all be doing some out-of-pocket crap when it comes to us like oh yeah you won't even talk to me i'll kill you like you guys have killed us for like you know turning you down politely uh stalking us uh because you thought we were pretty uh like following a person for five miles like i just wanted to tell you you're pretty like okay like that's a bit excessive sir uh uh like y'all do some crazy out-of-pocket stuff so i thought it was interesting that they took like um things that you might see in a documentary where like a husband does like an elaborate crazy plan because they're either trying to get away with murder or whatever it is and but they just amped it up to such a high level that i'm like i hope this was all made up and not like fragments of like documentary stories that i'm gonna find out later on like oh my god like someone really did all this uh (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I found it to be really relatively interesting and I enjoyed every second of it. So if you have not seen Till Death, I would definitely recommend you to go check it out. Now, the part that I enjoyed the most and, um, what I, what I do want to also say is I'm not like a huge fan of like Megan Fox. I thought she was okay. I know everyone like, likes to focus on the, uh, uh, the scandal, like, oh, the Michael Bay and all this other stuff. Um, I don't care. <laughs> like, I really don't care. 
Um, but she's also done so much work that no one has really taken her seriously ever since the uh, whole thing with Michael Bay. Like she's done other things like Jennifer's Body, which I thought was kind of very interesting, kind of opening her up to do like other types of films. Um, but after that, like her career kind of just slowed down ish. Uh, and then she just sort of got stuck kind of just doing only like one kind of thing. And I think it took her some time to like really uh, get herself like out there. I know she's done other films like Zeroville. Uh, she did Rogue, you know, Think Like a Dog. And it was nice to kind of see an aspect of her that I just truly did not really expect. And I thought that was really, really nice. Because Jennifer's body is like kind of like the introduction to like her being like a badass craze. And it was nice to see her be vulnerable, but also uh, in that primal fear of like, crap, I need to survive. Um, I enjoyed the fact that the lead protagonist had to overcome her fear and panic uh, from the PTSD that she suffered from a previous attack that she had from this guy and to really understand how thought out this revenge plan really was for the husband to actually make sure that the guy was out of jail in time to go look for her. Like, that's like that's insane. And I was like, mm, I can almost see someone doing it, though. So uh, I thought it was super, super interesting. And I definitely appreciate it. I also like the fact that you have the bad guy there, but it's not the bad guy that you really expect because the true bad guy is actually the husband because he just couldn't sign some papers. Um, <laughs> like, that's it. And I like the fact that you have the uh, lead antagonist, right, Bobby, and you have, I guess, the supporting antagonist because he's kind of like a neutral character in between because he really just wants to steal and get the money and then get out. But... um he has a heart of gold he's like i i steal i don't i'm not gonna kill this woman like this is this is too much and there's a recognition between the two characters where she understands like oh i think i can get him to like feel more comfortable with me because he seems to be more reasonable uh bobby is taking it personal like you took my eye um you know he he uh sadly he kind of gave me the the um the vibe of Pee Wee Herman when he was in Buffy, like, you took my arm! Like, I feel like that's, that's, that was, that was where his, like, vibes were, uh, <laughs> during the entire film. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen Pee Wee Herman and Buffy, you need to go check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, the original Buffy film. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, a relatively fun, interesting film. It's, there's a lot of stuff in it that you wouldn't anticipate to, to see. And I think it was full of a lot of excitement and a lot of, like, keep you on the edge, keep you on your, on your toes uh kind of film and it was nice to watch a, a good fun uh horror film so if you're looking for something that has like a psychological filler and you're like oh i want to watch something that'll like mentally make me sit still um then i would definitely recommend till death and congratulations Megan fox for doing um such a lovely great job um it's nice to see her doing uh other things and stuff like that outside of what uh boxes she gets stuck in um, I mean, the truth is the girl is drop dead gorgeous. And the truth is, uh, you don't really have to be drop dead gorgeous as a female in order to get this sort of kind of attention. So I applaud her for all the awesomeness that she's doing. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the other future projects that she's working on. I think everyone did a great job. Um, everything in there, uh, in the storyline made sense, uh, to like how, uh, I guess they connected the dots. Now, I mean, if you want to place a documentary on her, you're like, how could he have possibly timed his arrest and everything? Yeah, okay, right. But forget all that. Connecting all the dots and seeing how it was orchestrated, I think was pretty fun and pretty awesome. So I definitely think you should check out that film. I think I've said that like 4 million times already. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's out on Netflix. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, until then, till death do us part. <laughs>